This episode is brought to you by Visit Williamsburg. In Williamsburg, Virginia, there's never too much of a good thing. Whether you're a foodie, a golfer, a history buff, a shopaholic, an outdoor enthusiast, or a thrill seeker, you'll find what you came for here and more. So ask yourself, what is it you want? Discover Williamsburg and plan your trip at visitwilliamsburg.com. Hello, kids. It's your Auntie Kath. Now, as you probably know by now, you might hear words like f- in this podcast. Oh, and that's one of my favourites. So, if you've got little ears around, you might want to listen another time. Or if you like, keep playing. They might just learn something. The little Esteemed deaf pals, now it turns out some of you have been complaining that these episodes aren't long enough. (laughs) Well then, you'll be dying to know that this isn't all of it, you wonderful twits. After you've finished hearing how your favourite guests are going to peg it, they join me over at Six Feet Under to read through your real-life death-related anecdotes. Oh, I love that you'd gone out with such confidence. Yeah. Oh, I did. With such I, flair. I did not expect it. And then it. just dropped to the did floor. Did not expect it <laughs> at all. It no. was so mortifying. <laughs> For just three ninety nine a month, you get all that and every episode completely ad-free. So, as the Grim Reaper says, get on with it and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. Or head to where there's a will, there's a wait.com for details. Right, let's get cracking. Hello, I'm Kathy Burke, and welcome to this shady salon in the podcast sphere, where there's no teasing your tangles. Ow! Your scalp is so dry it's snowing, and you ask for the Harry Styles, but you got the Harry Redknapp. <coughs> Fuck me. What's that deafening sound? Oh, Jesus, the klaxon's going off. They found nits in Barbara Windsor's beehive again. Let your hair down, babe. Those lice are taking the piss. Anyway, welcome to... Where there's a will, there's a wake. As we cheerlead our way to the touchdown line, and yes, that's a euphemism for deaf listener, it's time to welcome our guests to this morbid mood board. Now, some podcasts get curious about life, but on this podcast, we're curious about what cunts you don't want carrying your coffin. And joining us this week, it's the utterly fabulous... JVM, Jonathan Wow. Wow. <laughs> that was amazing. Isn't that beautiful? That's uh, Mr. and Mrs. Rathbone, our resident choir. They're so talented. Aren't they just? Yeah. Wow. Just out of fear that it wouldn't be included because we were talking about this before we started, I just have to let everyone know right here and right now shiniest fucking hair in all of Britain and you don't even use JVN hair. We'll talk about it later. Oh, okay. <laughs> Your hair is so shiny mm. and so gorgeous and I just want everyone to make sure that we are on the same page. Okay. It's making into the edit. This hair is is the prettiest, shiniest fucking hair. It is so shiny and it is oh. naturally so. Your hair won the Olympics of hair and oh, it's not darling. your fault that you were just like blessed. It's not your fault. Oh, mate. Well, my beautiful friend Samuel actually came in this morning and gave me a little trim. So I think he put a bit of spray in it, but I don't know, I don't know what he does. So you are so talented and I love the shape on you, but the shine is just really fucking giving it to me this morning. Oh, thank you, darling. Look at this. Getting wow. all the compliments. So... You do a wonderful podcast called Getting Curious with Jonathan Van Ness. And I had a, I mean, it's now a TV show. 
which is fantastic. But I had a look up because I thought, oh, I wonder if Jonathan Van Ness has ever been curious about death. I couldn't find, there's not one. You didn't do a podcast about death. I am kind of really interested in how to avoid death. Like, of course. You know, like, how to, like, how do I, like, survive a tsunami? How do I, I just, oh, we just yeah. did one about tsunamis, and, I, and a lot of what I asked our expert about was, like, how to survive one, like, how to survive an earthquake, honey. Like, oh. I talk about a lot of my fears on there around, like, I actually, we're doing an episode coming up. I'm really excited about it. It's going to be how to survive a home invasion. Oh, what's a home invasion? Honey, if someone breaks into your fucking house and they're trying to murder your ass, oh, what do you do? Oh, I thought it was another episode of Queer Eye. No, I live That's in Texas. That's a tech- fucking no. home invasion, No, like it? a burglary <laughs> where they're going to fucking try to murder you, honey. Like, you better oh. have a taser. I will tase someone in their fucking ball sack or vagina so hard. Oh, yeah. I have a taser at my bedside table. I will, and I practice with it. I know how to oh, use it. Oh, I want to get a taser then because I've got an armor. In my oh, bedside oh, table. Oh, a hammer. A hammer, sorry. A hammer. Oh. And, um, yeah, because I had some builders around recently, and one of them said, have you got a hammer? And I said, yes. And they said, where is it? And I said, where it should be, in my bedside drawer. Yeah. <laughs> hammer. I'm going to, like, fucking tase their dick and then hammer them. I'm going to do both. <laughs> I'm going to fuck them up. Where does one get a taser? I got it online. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. The dark web or just... No, because I live in Texas, so, I mean, oh. it could have been a fucking rifle. Oh, you can get anything there, yeah. can't you? I couldn't get it in New York, though, interestingly. Oh. Like, they don't ship to New York because it's, like, illegal in New York, but in Texas, honey, I can have one in every room. Wow. And do you you live in Texas and do you live here as well? Because your husband's British. He is British, but no, we don't live here. We live in Texas. Mm-hmm. Um, we went there for Queer Eye in 2020. I moved there on March 6th of 2020. Um, and then Mark came on like March 14th of 20. He got on like the last flight out of England. Oh, wow. And then after, because at the time, like I didn't know if we were going to be back in production for Queer Eye in like a week or a month or a yeah, year. Yeah. And I had just driven four cats across the country. Uh, we have five now, but we had four then. Nice. And I was just like, I'm not taking these fucking cats back up to Manhattan. I'm not getting back in a car. I'm not going to some gas station and getting fucking COVID on the way. I'm staying here. Uh-huh. And so then I stayed, and but I thought I'd stay for a couple months. Yeah. At the time, it was more relaxed because now the state legislators really hell-bent on taking away rights from trans people. It's, like, really um, stressing me out. But at the time, it wasn't as in vogue to be transphobic. Like, transphobia was a thing, but it was, like, more like... it was. But now it's, like, it's, like, so fucking chic to hate trans people, you know, in in this mainstream media. So Mm. that's made Texas less fun. But... You know, we're there, our family's there, and um, for that, it's it's working for now. But I do fantasize about coming to, like, living in London. It's so pretty, it's so chic. But your government's kind of shit in the bed right now, too, so yeah. I don't really know where... Where can trans people go to just be chill? I just want to, oh. I just want to chill out and suck my husband's dick in peace. Yeah. Like I don't know what the <laughs> fucking problem is. Oh, I'd love to suck your husband's dick in you peace. You know, as I just well. want to suck his dick in peace. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> God. Uh, uh, anyway, enough of all those twats yeah. and wankers yes. and bastards. Yeah. Um, we're here all we're to here. talk about your sad demise. I know. Because you have pegged it, babe, and and we're all heartbroken. So what we need to know uh, before we get on to your death is... Well, (laughs) Um, when I answered this, a few... This is the thing. Now that I'm in England, actually, again... Mm. Um, it's like a new so obviously it has to be I need a full English oh, right. in there I really yeah. love my full English I love, even though it's like you know supper and it's like a breakfast I don't care I need my full English breakfast my last supper but then I also want 
American Taco Bell. I do feel like it's like a little bit different than British Taco Bell. So I do want my American Taco Bell. Mm. And I want my English supper. Because you can have like unlimited stuff at your last supper. You can have like 18 meals and a meal. Oh, absolutely. And you love a snack. Because yeah. I watched the lovely snack episode of Getting snacks. Curious. Yes. Which is on Netflix, listener. Yes. Um, so I know you love a snack. So Yeah, I do love snacks. Mm. Um, and also I would have a sticky toffee pudding. Oh, yeah. I yes. love sticky toffee pudding so much. Is that more of a British thing, sticky toffee yes, pudding? Right. It is more of a British thing. Uh-huh. But yeah, so those would be my things. Nice. Yeah. Do you want to know what I would want from Taco Bell? Uh, yeah, why not? Okay, well, because I could talk about this a long time. This could be a podcast about Taco Bell. Okay. Um, okay, so I, I was saying I would need like the full like lifetime menu, you know, because they'd be discontinuing stuff over there, which is really hard for me. So they had this grilled stuffed burrito in like the early 2000s. It was like this huge like pound burrito is uh-huh. huge and they grilled it it was so good I would need that chicken one they also used to have this double decker taco that they fucking discontinued it was a soft shell taco <laughs> right. with refried beans smeared on it oh. within a hard shell taco with like the normal taco stuff in it oh. do you know what I'm saying okay so good so yeah. you can do like a you can do a dupe from Taco Bell now or if you get like a Bean, a soft shell bean only taco and then you get your normal hard shell taco and then you can just like open the bean taco and shove it in there but it's not quite the same when someone was like making a double decker taco from the get go you know what I'm saying right so um, <laughs> I would a, a grilled up burrito a double decker taco and then I would want two soft shell chicken tacos add sour cream a Mexican pizza a grilled or a um, oh my god um, oh my god oh my god my, um my oh my god! What it, a Crunchwrap Supreme? Oh, I'm scared. That was the jet lag, and then a Crunchwrap Supreme. Nice. Yeah. Well, we're gonna find out what oh, killed oh, you. Oh 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 oh! <laughs> it was on. probably Taco Bell overdose and the chili cheese burrito, which they've also discontinued. Oh, right. But like Taco Bell from like 2000 to 2000, I don't know, maybe 11, 12, 13, 14. The most innovative venue. And if anyone from Taco Bell is listening to this, can you bring those back? Like you bring back the Mexican pizza for Doja Cat and. As long as we're here, like I would just also really like to make a strong case for the double decker taco and also the um, what the um, the chili cheese burrito. Okay, well, this has been an advertisement for Taco Bell. That's <laughs> most of my life, actually. Oh, mate. Well, we'll make sure you get all that. So, to answer the next question about how I died, it was probably from eating so much Taco Bell. I think so. Let's have the little jingle. We love a jingle. <laughs> the death. When I was 107, yeah. I I ended up dying of a Taco Bell overdose. Very good. Yeah. Very good. So you want to you wanna get old. I want to get really old. Mm-hmm. And I've always been like that. Yeah. Yeah. I've been like obsessed with avoiding death since I was a child. Okay. Yeah. Where's this come from then, do you think? I don't know. I just, I really like waking up. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I really do. It's like, what yeah, I, yeah. I love waking up, you guys. Um, <laughs> that's that's part of it. Um, I don't know. I think in my family, my mom's older brother was killed in a car accident when he was like 19. Mm-hmm. And so I feel like from a really young age, you know, we talked about my Uncle Tommy a lot. And yeah. so I just, I think I've, and like the loss of him and the way that that like reverberated through my family and really reverberates in my family to this day yeah. is like, It's not really the process that I'm scared of. I just, like, I really want to wake up. Yeah. I don't want to not be here. I'm like, I think it's so fun around here. And you, because you do love life. You're you're a real life lover. Also, um, because I I listened to your lovely book, um, Over the Top, and you talk very movingly as well about the loss of your stepfather, Steve. And I found that incredibly touching thank you you know Steve was amazing uh-huh. he sounds like a great guy actually. he really he really really was just the best and 
Yeah, I just, I, I just am not, I'm just not a fan of death. Yes, yes. You know, and I miss the people and uh-huh. I miss my cats. And sometimes I really want to clone all my animals, but then I think, well, fuck. Yeah. Like then, you know, there's all these other animals that need a home. Yes. But I do want to, my oldest cat, Larry, like, I want to clone his ass. He's so perfect and cute. And How old is Larry? He's 10. And since he's living to be at least 36 or so, yeah. we have, we're not even a third of the way there. So that's fine. Yeah, I I um, I lost. Um, I had two cats, brother and sister, and they got to seventeen. Oh my god, that is yeah. such a great age. I really, yeah. I, I would be, I would feel good about seventeen yeah. for Larry. Yeah, he just turned ten, and I feel like he got like a little bit like skinty, and then I was like, uh. So we've just been all at the. Be- I want like a cat longevity expert. Like I, I'm like, do I need to give them like fucking organs or some shit like what do I do and actually with yummers not to like plug my pet food company but um, mm, yeah. but we, but I really but I really like, I'm always like talking to our team and like our vet nutritionists and stuff I'm like mm. is there some sort of like death becomes her thing for cats like can, <laughs> is there like some sort of like fucking organs some plasma fucking regeneration like have you noticed that they're like kind of like little teddy bear faces in yeah. fact our teddy bears like modeled after cats because I really see it here like in their perfect little mouth and their uh-huh. perfect this, like this part yes Ah! I know they got they're, ve- no. they're very kissable. They're so cute. <laughs> I love cats so I literally like you love them so much. Yeah. And don't you think it's crazy when people are like, oh, are you a dog or a cat person? I'm like, what's the matter with you? Like, yeah. what like I'm I was just talking about my Insta stories this morning. Uh-huh. I'm so sick of false binaries. Yeah, yeah. Like yeah. why? Like I love both. Yeah. Same. Both. Yeah. My big fucking fag heart is so big that yeah. I Love both. And so why haven't you got a doggy? I have three dogs. Oh. You didn't ask. I didn't ask. Well, you didn't say. Well, you didn't ask. <laughs> you know what I mean? I have three dogs. Lovely. Yeah, they're all named after queer icons. Elton's our oldest. Elton? Um, yeah, Elton's our oldest. <laughs> and then George's, or, um, George's our youngest. Oh. Um, and then Rose, who is actually named after a character, which is Rose Nyland from the Golden Girls. Oh, Betty yes. White's character. Rose's, and she's Rose Diana because, um, after Princess Diana's her middle name, because Rose is the most... Beautiful, elegant, regal girl you've ever seen in your life. Do you want to see a picture of her really quick? Just, oh, go just on, re- yes. just really quickly. I mean, I know, and it's then like, and listeners can look her up on Instagram. I'm so, yeah, I'm sure. yeah, no, you can't. I just, I just, I just think, oh, she's a darling, isn't she cute? Hello, babe. Yeah, she's a good girl. She's lovely. That's her. That's she's not of a, one of them XL things. She's not. No. But I just, I don't want people to assume because she's big. Yeah. No. Like, and then this is Georgie. Um, but George, oh, um, uh, 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 no, okay, uh, 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 okay, uh, uh, here's Elton as a pirate. Oh, look at Elton as a pirate. You're gonna have to put them up on Instagram. We so. will, we will, we will. Yeah, yeah, beautiful. Oh I'm sorry, I freaked out. Tell me oh, everything. I don't know where we are. Where are we, Goddess? Probably Charlie? around here somewhere. Do you reckon? <laughs> don't go anywhere. We'll be back. After this short break. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. 
Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. So, listen, you, you have pegged it. You're 107. Oh, yeah. But you have pegged it. What do you think the public response to your demise is going to be? I hope that you do, do like a really nice package, like a really cute video vignette of me. And it also makes me wish that I had been an Olympian who had like a Carrie Strug-like moment. Like I wish there was like a slow motion me landing a vault that yes. secured gold for Team USA. Uh-huh. Because you loved all that when you were a kid, didn't yeah, you? Yeah, I still do. Uh-huh. I mean, it's just, you know, the World Gymnastics Championships were just like a month ago. I was like glued. It was so good. Uh-huh. Yeah, Team GB. We, you know, did not secure medal in the women's team this year. Uh, we did last year, but really love your women's gymnastics team. They are so good. Um, they're my second favorite team to Team USA. I'm so sorry. I am obviously a little bit MAGA when it comes to gymnastics. Uh-huh. Um, I don't love to admit it, but it's true. Uh, but Team GB is my second favorite team. Nice. Um, I, they're really good. Um, the Gatorovich twins come through ah uh, they're so good uh-huh. um but yeah uh, i think people will be i don't know honestly i'm so death avoidant i'm like i don't know i'm probably not gonna die so the, pro- the public will probably have to be like i don't know yeah yeah wait on bated breath to see what your reaction is gonna be i don't know but if they do remember you they're all knocking about how would you like to be remembered it's a hot slut who <laughs> same yeah it's like a hot slut who it's like it's like that Beyonce song. I was here. Mm. I want people to feel like that song. Right. Yeah. 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 Like so, just better be so sad. And he was just like so hot. And like if you didn't get to fuck me, like I want you to be so sad. You know <laughs> yes. that you didn't get the chance. <laughs> you know. Very good. And um, what publication would you like your obituary to be? In? Oh, I, I, actually, I think I really. Um, uh, I really. The Sunday Times is just so, like, oh, so right. chic, yeah, really yeah. classic. <laughs> you know, it's really classic, like, just really, like, highbrow journalism realness. And do you want to be, because they have a, a magazine on a Sunday. Oh, yeah, I really they? like that pretty mag. Yes, I want that. Also, mm. in my mind, I want to wear, like... I, what I want to, I want my bosoms to just be really exposed in the photo. And, and you know how like drag queens like contour their titties? Uh huh. I want to do that. Nice. I don't know why. Yeah, but it's yeah. just like having like really emphasizing my hairy titties uh-huh. feels like what I want people to have shoved down their throat on my way out. Beautiful. While they're eating their uh, Sunday morning. Yeah, they're, they're uh, fucking English full bre- English. Full English. Yes, yes. yes. Lovely. Well, we'll make sure that happens, darling. And, um, I mean, how can you replace the irreplaceable? But who would replace you on Queer Eye? God, on season 362 or whatever. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Um, Maybe who's like a long-haired diva? Who we love. Oh, you're talking about my lovely friend Samuel. He's a long-haired Yeah, maybe you're a person. Samuel. I mean, after the way your hair looks, I think he deserves that. I think he'd be fab. How many seasons of Queer Eye have you done now? Uh, We've done eight. 
Are you going to do more? I hope so. I hope so too. Yeah. Yeah. Your lips to God's ears, honey. I tell you that, I mean, I've got a few favorite episodes, but the one I really loved was when we went back to your old high school and your wonderful teacher who had a mullet for about 20 years, didn't she? Yeah. And you gave her this whole new look. She looked a million dollars. I mean, isn't it funny? Why do you think we get sort of, I mean, I sort of got a sort of, a bit of an idea. I think it's sort of we get we get stuck in a look that we like and then and then we don't want to change it. Why don't we want to change it, you think? What goes on there? Well, it's such an we all have such a relationship to the way that we're like to the way that we're perceived. Yeah. Um and so I think not only is it a relationship that you have with yourself about your own perception and what that means, but I think a lot of that is uh can be driven from people's reaction to you. Oh, okay. But then I also think at the same time, like some of us have more of a reaction to people's reaction to us than others. Like for myself, I really am not, like I, I, and it's interesting, I I was just about to say like, I'm not really like that driven by people's reaction to me. But then as I say that, that's not really true because when I'm in the UK or like New York City, I am much more myself. Um, Like I feel much more safe to like be myself on the street. Whereas when I'm in Texas, I don't necessarily dress the same. I don't necessarily wear the same heel um, or the same clothes because there is like a larger reaction and I don't feel as safe. And um, so that is kind of different. So it's like even, you know, any of us will alter or change or emphasize or de-emphasize, you know, a certain part of our look based on where we're going. It's Uh like, I think that's kind of a human thing, but it's really scary changing your look because that's going to change how people react to you. Yes. Um, yes. And it's going to change how you react to yourself. It's like Uh both. So I think that's why it's like, like how we come through in the world is like such a big deal. Uh Uh-huh. I mean, but your look is quite iconic. You know, with your lovely, beautiful hair and your lovely, beautiful beard, do you think people would be pissed off if you suddenly decided to, I'm going to cut my hair and I'm going to shave my beard off? Maybe. I, But I actually, I've kind of, I mean, I have like kept my hair like on the longer side, obviously, but like I shave my beard off every once in a while. Like I had like a huge stash with like, you know, really little stubble. Then I've had like a bigger beard. Then I've like shaved my beard off and then my hair has been longer. And then I've done it a little like, I've done like some chin little moments. Like oh, yeah. I switch nice. it up. Uh-huh. Um, but I don't know if people, I mean, I'm, I always joke. I mean, every single person in my family has, like, lost their hair. Um, Oh, really? Yeah, Yeah. so, like, I'm kind of living on borrowed time, and Uh I've been eating Propecia, which, like, helps you not lose your hair. What's Propecia? It's just this, like, pill that helps you not lose your hair. But I've been chewing that, like, fucking M&M since I was, like, 19. So, But, I mean, my hair has totally, like, my hairline has changed over, like, my life. Like, Uh it's I'm not going to have hair forever, probably. So someday some, you know, people are going to hopefully accept a different look because I don't think I'll have this hair forever, but then I'll just like wig it. Uh, uh, yeah, absolutely. I mean, you must get recognized a lot though because your look is so, it's so you. You must get, you know, people going, oh my God. I do stick out. I feel like I stick out like a, and even when I try to like, it, like if I'm trying to like blend in, like I feel like I always try to wear like all black, but then I just look like a gigantic JVN in all black. Like mm. it's really hard for me to blend in, which uh-huh. is true. Yeah, yeah. And um, do you have any regrets in life, Jonathan? Yeah, I think we all have things that we wish we could redo, but I think I have regrets. Uh, I wish I would have never stopped playing the violin. 
It's interesting because it seems to be uh, a regular answer, doesn't it, Goddess Charlie, that um, people regret not continuing with a musical instrument. Isn't that funny? Because when we're kids, it's like, oh, it's so tedious, you know, doing scales and all that shit when we, we just don't want to be able to... Yeah, a bit of Rachmaninoff right, yeah. right away, you know what I mean? Rather than having to learn it, you know. Uh, I love just a casual, like, Rachmaninoff name drop. Oh, yeah. Yes. <laughs> it was, yeah, it's the first thing that came to me. <laughs> I was thinking, like, Vivaldi. I don't know why that was, like, who came to my head. Oh, because, well, I can understand. Violin. And especially because you're in England at the moment, and it is, it is like the Four Seasons in one day, And it's, darling. like, the best figure skating song ever. Oh, really? The Four Seasons? Oh, my God. Yeah. People fucking slay that fucking song. Of course. Oh, it's so good. Uh-huh. There's been so many iconic programs to this song. Amazing. So, we've done the death. Now let's move on to... The Funeral. So, folks, before we get into hearing all about Jonathan's funeral, let me tell you there's more to this podcast, so much more. Hit subscribe for access to our bonus content over on Six Feet Under, where we keep our guests with us a little bit longer and have a laugh at all your brilliant funeral tales. My hairy fucking ball sack (laughs) came flying and I felt the whole thing. Plus, you get every episode completely ad-free, including these main ones. Hurrah! So, to find out how to subscribe, just go to where there's a will, there's a wake.com. Right, back to this fantasy world. So, lovely Jonathan. Yes. You're toast, mate. What's happening at your funeral? Let's start with the location. Oh, I, I definitely think... It's a turquoise beach. Like, oh. I love a turquoise beach so much. Beach so much. I want people outside. Um, I also was thinking, like, I'm either cremated or I'm, like, doing that fierce fungal thing where, like, you get buried and then turned into, like, soil. Oh, yes. Oh, yeah. actually, no. I think in this world I wanted to do a sea burial where you take my whole body and then it gets dumped for a shark feast because I want to be reincarnated into a shark. Oh, okay. Well, we'll come to that a little bit later, the reincarnation. But that's where the funeral's going to be. It's going to be oh, okay. It's going to be on a boat on a turquoise beach because I need Ooh. to get eaten by animals so that I... I this is how death avoidant I am. I got to get eaten immediately by animals so that I can be, like, biologically, like, actually reincarnated because, like, I just want to be, like... Even though I'll probably just get shit out into the ocean, but, like, a part of me will probably turn into their muscle, which will probably be, like... Oh my God, uh, a shark. Yeah, yeah. Come here, fishy. <laughs> you know. That's it. So, yeah, that's interesting. So, I suppose, yeah, your DNA will be inside the shark. Mm-hmm. And uh, and then you will live forevermore. Well, yeah. And, uh, yeah, hopefully. Maybe I'll get like, or, ew, or they'll shit the plankton, eat the shit. And then I become part of the plankton and I get to go like the bottom of the food chain and work my way up. Honey, I'm just not leaving. I mean, have you watched, um, we've got a great program called Earth uh, by Chris Packham. Mm. And um, you can get it on the BBC iPlayer. It's incredible. And it's right from the beginnings. It's just all about how the earth happened and then how life happened, how it started, which is just basically a little bacteria that developed a mouth. And Got then, hungry. And then on it goes. Yeah. Isn't that wild? It's so interesting. Yeah, yeah. I love programs like that. I well, do. I didn't like them as a kid. I found them really boring. Mm. But as I've got older, I think it's that sort of coming nearer to death. I'm suddenly appreciating the earth. Yes. And 
all things like that. Yeah, I love know. the earth. <laughs> Sorry. No, it's true. I yeah, do. Yeah. Like all the fucking cool shit it does. God. I know. It is incredible. Just so isn't cool. It? And I just think we're so silly as a race, aren't we? We're so silly. What we're fucking doing to it. And yeah, like uh, that. And also the like gemstones. Mm. Like you- it's crazy that they come from the earth's crust. Like the earth just be making these stones yes. that are these like gorgeous fucking colors uh-huh. from the depths of its fucking hole, like yeah, from its, yeah. the ass crack hole of the, just in this crust. Yeah. And just as all this dirt and all these minerals come together and just like pops out these like stunning fucking colors. What? Yeah, and diamonds and shit. Like yeah. this earth's crust is just like, fuck. Yeah, yeah. And, and these birds. Yeah, the, yeah. The color of these birds. Yeah, yeah. And these interesting fish. I know. What? I know. God. I know. Go off. (laughs) No, the earth is like, ah. No, it really is amazing. Yeah, yeah. Yes. Yes. No, absolutely. The earth is, fuck. Oh, and also, I talk about this in my comedy show, and this Uh is so true. If I would have known that fruits and vegetables had flowers, I would have never done meth. I wouldn't have got addicted to drugs. Like, you guys, (laughs) like, fruits and vegetables, like, make fucking pretty ass flowers, and then they turn into fruits and vegetables. Like, there's fucking flowers you guys like yeah. and then you get to eat the stuff like growing fruit and vegetables like if i would have done that sooner i really think i would not have got addicted to drugs right. i think i would have been like like there's something about like growing food that made me way happier uh-huh especially because my husband does all the hard stuff and i just get to do like the fun like looking at it and talking to them and like watering them uh-huh when I feel like it, like not all the time. Like, so really having like the unbridled support of someone who's better at, at gardening and then you just get to kind of like, oh, yeah. It's so life affirming. Like, I just, you sorry, the Mark. Rewards. But yeah, it's so cool. And I, and I do love and I, eating our peppers. Like, we have these like really good ass peppers, uh-huh. really good peppers. Oh, it was on your show, wasn't it? That I didn't realize um, that spicy stuff is actually, it's not taste, pain. it's pain. Yeah, I thought that was really interesting Isn't too. Isn't that amazing? Yeah, I thought that was really I interesting too. I never knew that. But if you think, but okay, but can you think about like what a jalapeno looks like? How there's like the stem on the top? Yes. And like, okay, so that stem mm. was like, there was like a flower hanging down from the stem. And then when it gets pollinated, like the top of that jalapeno was the fucking flower. Yeah, well, you can see it, can't you? It's you see so it. interesting. <laughs> I <laughs> I didn't know that until I started growing shit. And I was uh-huh. just like, wow, this is, I really, do. so yeah, the earth is like, it really is pretty interesting, I think. Uh, yeah, great. Okay. So how are you going to get to the funeral? Oh, yeah. I don't know how to get my body to the turquoise mm. water and then mm. feed me to sharks. I don't know mm. if there's like some international laws and I don't want to get embalmed because I don't want the sharks to like eat the embalming fluid. Uh-huh. Maybe you'll have to like smuggle me. Maybe there's some sort of um, sanitized tube that you could be shot through that will get you to your place. Because hopefully by then they've worked out a way to not have so much fucking engine oil in yes. the air. Or and you know what I could also that. do? If they, did want to, if they wanted to compost me with the mushrooms to make me into soil, then they could go to like Turks and Caicos or like a different Caribbean island. I guess they could just like plant me. Uh-huh. Instead of having to like feed me to sharks, it's like a little bit less bloody, a little less traumatizing. I guess I don't want to see my family to see like my intestines and like my organs getting like ripped apart in the ocean. So yeah, maybe the soil is less traumatizing. And then, and then why even have to go to all the way? To, maybe just like plant some trees wherever mm. I'm living, and then they could just go on a vacation to like celebrate me. 
Okay. But um, carrying you there. Yeah. Um, the just pool- the soil pots then. Not to carry my whole like unembalmed dead body. I just change it to a fungal burial. So who would who would carry the pots? Probably Marky. My husband. My uh, husband. Yeah. yeah. And, I'll, and because I'm... Judge probably isn't going to take up that many pots of soil. I wonder how much soil I make. Yeah, it's like a big ass sack of fucking dirt. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's what I've been called in the past. <laughs> She's just a big old sack of fucking dirt. That's what I wanted my tombstone to. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Oh, we'll get to that. You're jumping ahead. You're jumping oh, ahead. And what about the people coming to the funeral? Yeah, like friends, family. Anyone you'd really love to make an appearance that you'd you'd be so proud of that they were there. Michelle Kwan, I hope she comes. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm always gonna be. Um, uh, is she the lady that does the folding? No. Uh, <laughs> you guys, I haven't been this offended oh, in the podcast m- since I was with Dak Shepard. <laughs> um, I. Uh, uh, she's the most decorated American figure skater of all time. Oh, I beg your pardon. <laughs> she's a 1998 Olympic silver medalist. She's a 2002 she was... <laughs> Olympic bronze medalist. And she's a not one, not two, not three, not four, but five-time world champion. So it's not the lady that just folds your sweaters. No, and... that'd be Marie Kondo, darling. Okay. Michelle Kwan, darling. Yes. Uh, no, she's the most decorated American figure skater of all time. And she's also currently the ambassador to Belize. So she's actually Ambassador Kwan. Wow. So, yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> exactly. So probably Michelle. Yeah. Ambassador Kwan, I mean. Uh-huh. Um, my friends and my family. Who else would I be really proud of? Just like... I think all my friends and family would make me so proud that they, like, wanted to come. Uh Uh-huh. Is there anybody you just wouldn't want there? Like, they're not allowed. No ultra-right conservative Republicans are Tories. Lovely. Get fucked. If you're part of making my life harder in life, then you can get fucked in death. Absolutely. Don't fucking come over here. Yeah, fuck Don't off. fucking look at me. No. My own sack of dirt, you fucking twat bitch. <laughs> your dry hair and your salty attitude, I hate you. <laughs> and it's not twat, it's twat. Twat. <laughs> and it, twat and it's not route, it's route. Route. It's I'm going to have a row with you right now over pronunciations, darling. But this is what annoys me about the American language in that way that they say they now say route. You gotta take the right route. It's like when did this fucking start? It's route. What about the chuck? Get your kicks on route 66. We learnt route from you in the first place. Okay, but you guys use like all these fucking ridiculous vowels and use that like don't need to be there. Uh Uh-huh. So let's not even get in a fight. Let's not get like let's because like how do you spell color with a U? That's what I want to know. Yes. Oh, actually, there was a great Saturday Night Live sketch recently where they talked about we're getting rid of all the U's. Get rid of it. Like, it's literally like, how does it even make sense? Yeah. Color? Color. Color. I mean, it does look prettier, though. Color. I don't know. I feel like it just, like, hurts my hands. Okay, darling. Okay. (sighs) What about music at your funeral? Uh... Vivaldi Live Orchestra? <laughs> Whoa! The London, like, orchestra? Yeah. On the ship? Oh, yeah. And we're just, and then, like, <laughs> instead of, like, confetti coming down, it's just, like, all the dirt. Like, all of my dirt. It was just, like, partying in my dirt remains. Oh, lovely. Oh, what a beautiful image. Pretty. The Eulogy. 
So, did you get someone to do the eulogy for us? I did. My dear friend, Camilla Whitehall, was, and, ah. and also I should say, on her wedding week, no less, came through with a eulogy for us. Amazing. Tell us a bit, a little bit about her. She's a writer, isn't she? Camilla's a dear friend. She's a writer. She's a producer. Uh, she's the creator of a new show that's coming out. It's called Big Mood. It stars Nicola Coughlin. It's incredible. <gasps> Lovely. And, um, I love them so much. Wonderful. Well, let's have a listen. Not to make... Jonathan's death about me, but I just think it's very selfish that they died before my sitcom Big Mood could come out. Like, they have loads of Instagram followers and I was hoping they would share about it and now they're dead and that feels almost kind of a little bit pointed. Like, they could have waited before their untimely death, which mm -hmm. I assume happened after drinking two glasses of champagne at a department store and collapsing into a display of pointy handbags. Um, oh. I'm going to miss them every single day, but mainly, again, I am going to miss them during promotion of my sitcom. <laughs> now, here's the scary part about that. Okay. When I listened to that, because yeah. I was like, oh my God, will you make this for me? And then when I listened to that, um, I literally was sitting in a department store <laughs> really? drinking champagne <laughs> looking at handbags <laughs> she knows you so and I was well just like wow bitch the read yeah. I i'm going to show you i literally yeah. this is the dm i sent her to say thank you i was like literally when she said that <laughs> nice. like that's i was literally drinking champagne if you don't believe me i was like oh my god i'm scared like she really she knows me so good don't go anywhere we'll be back after this short break. Do you ever wonder how celebrities order food? Like, is Sarah Paulson a Diet Coke or a regular Coke girlie? <laughs> Some peasant Coke? No. Or how does Sofia Vergara order a pizza? No, nothing. No tomatoes. I cannot eat tomatoes. tomatoes? Yes. Are you killed mushrooms? Not really. Okay. <laughs> if these are the details you need, and I know you do, I have the podcast for you. I'm Jesse Tyler Ferguson, and on my podcast, Dinners on Me, I take some notable friends of mine out to dinners in Los Angeles and New York City. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. That thing was delicious. And what do you want written on your... Well, you're not going to have a gravestone if you're going to like, be... Oh, I think I want like a gigantic a memorial. Oh, a gigantic memorial. Brilliant. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. And what um, what would it say? What would it... Or would it be a statue? Yeah, or? it'd be a statue. <laughs> this hot slut made the world a better place. Yes. Yes. Queer power. Pride. Queer power and pride. Yeah, yeah. Yes. I bet you get a lot of... Um, you must get a lot of sort of emails and messages from people saying that you have changed their life, actually. I have had really, really just the sweetest people. Mm -hmm. They When people say things like that, it's really, uh, it really gets me. Yeah. Yeah. Because it's very, um, it's just very life affirming what you do, okay. you know, and your philosophy and, and everything and making people just sort of feel good about themselves, you know? When you see some of those people on Queer Eye and, you know, I love that guy. What was this guy's name? The guy, he was a guy, he'd been shot. Um, Wesley. Wesley Hamilton. Yeah, he's amazing. 
Oh my goodness, listener, if you if you haven't watched this episode of Queer Eye, I, I found that one of the most moving, not only one of the most moving episodes of Queer Eye, but one of the most moving episodes of television I've and ever seen. And his daughter is so cute, and she's like a little like grown-up teenager now. Yes. Like, she's so cute. And also Lucy from that season, the ice skater, like, she's like, oh, she just yes. got her driving permit I saw on Instagram. I was like, like... It's just so crazy how fast life goes. Exactly. And the lovely girl, there was a real lesson, actually. The lovely, she was like only 18, I think. The eco girl, the environment girl. Yeah, Abby. I, I thought that was a wonderful episode because I do worry about younger people being so worried about the fucking world. Not to make light of that, but I worry about younger people not knowing about fucking Sister Act and like other important yeah, movies. Yeah. Like that was like, my, <laughs> I remember these, like, these fucking kids don't even know about fucking good movies anymore. I know, it's so strange. It stresses me out. <laughs> and global warming, climate change, yes. eco-anxiety. Yeah, but they need to be watching things like Sister well, Act. fuck me, just they don't even know what the red nun was, the red-headed nun. <laughs> yeah, yeah. You better project, honey. You better sing to the back of the rafters, honey. <laughs> and now we move on to the will and the wake so what's happening now your body has left the building what's the wake gonna be like my mom uh doesn't like wakes because she likes to make everyone come to church and i feel like in the midwest like the wake is at like the funeral home and then the funerals at the church and my mom is like a really devout christian so she's like i'm not letting these people get out Uh i am gonna uphold that just in the sense that like even in death, like, I hate an extra event. Like, I don't want to fucking, like, two like are two things. Okay. So I'm not doing a fucking wake. We're oh, doing okay. one funeral on the beach with the soil. I'm mm. getting planted in, like, 20 fucking trees. That's it. Like. And the Vivaldi is playing. Yeah, the we got the yes. um, BBC Philharmonic oh, Orchestra, whatever it is. Yeah. Pretty. Nice. Okay. Well, fuck the wake, then. Yeah, I'm not doing a wake. Yeah. I'm just, like, my own person. I'm not doing that. Great. Are you going to haunt anybody? Oh, yeah. I'm haunting people. Yeah. The Trump family, mostly. Oh, the Trumps. Yeah. I feel like conservatives, especially, like, what I want to do is, as a ghost, I want to, like, blow on their hair and, like, move their hair to, like, expose their extensions. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Just, like, come up and just, like... Yeah, yeah. And, like... Uh-huh. Part the hair and you'll see Ivana, Ivana's tra- tracks all over the place. And what about Trump himself? What's going on with that Well, that's head? just... The, I mean, you've seen those helicopter pictures. Yeah, Where that hair is just hanging on for dear fucking life. That, and what is, is I it? I call that hair weave. frog fur. No, that's his hair. It's just a comb over. But I feel, it's okay. like frog hair. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. not quite hair. It's like frog hair. Uh-huh. They're a very odd mob, aren't they? They really fucking are. Yeah. That's where I think some people just have too much money. Sometimes people tell me that I look like um, no the who? Donald Trump Jr. the brown haired oh, one. Fuck off! They're like if you and I'm like and no, but actually sometimes when I look, I'm like no. If I got veneers and did like so much <laughs> Botox and then cut my hair off and used like really hard helmet gel uh-huh. and wore like horrific like Joseph A. Bank suits. <laughs> I feel like I could look like him. Uh-huh. You should. That's. You we should. both have like similar coloring, like brown eyes. Well, yeah, like that's coloring. all. Like, that's all. You've got similar colors. But, but now you know to go as um, for Halloween next I year. I would rather fucking kill myself. Okay, babe. Than, than be Donald Trump Jr. for Halloween. Yeah, yeah. 
Okay. Talk about, like, I don't want to be 107. If I ever come to a place where I think that's a good idea, uh-huh. um, I would, uh, yeah, I'll just end it all now. Okay, don't want to be, yeah, not in life. Yeah, yeah. Fuck those hoes. Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, um, the pearly gates. Who would you like to meet you at the pearly gates? Definitely my cats. I really miss the cats. Oh, It'd yeah. be nice to see Steve. Really, all my, all like my friends and family who aren't here that I would have missed. Definitely them. Actually, who I really want to have me. This is actually so true. Mm. I want Anastasia. What happened, girl? Oh, did you live? Yes. Did you survive? Like, what did those? What happened? Oh, okay. Yeah, Anastasia, yeah. girl. That movie. I'm still not over it. Okay. Well, because what I love about your book is the way. Um, because you don't want to tell anybody's names, so you give everybody Russian names. I do, which is very funny as as you're going on with the book. Yeah, it's very. Funny. It really was Anastasia for me. It, like it really like. Yeah, Anastasia, honey. It, like, mm-hmm. it permanently endeared, like, Russia to uh-huh. me, which is, like, shameful in so many ways, especially knowing, like, what happened, you know, with, like, a, so many, but it's, like, but, yeah, like, if you get Meg Ryan to voice a character uh-huh. in 1997 and you put a 10-year-old me there, honey, yeah, yeah. I'm buying it. Okay. I was... Journey to the past. <laughs> it's such a good movie. I'm fair. I'm going to sound like um, a 20 year old now, but I don't think I've ever seen. Oh it. my god, it, it's, it would still fucking strike you. It would. It, yeah, is, yeah. it is. It is a fantastic movie, and you should watch it. Is it? Meg Ryan yeah. voices the main character. Okay. It's, on this journey <laughs> to the past, <laughs> together in Paris, girl. Angela Lansbury's the fucking like queen mom, uh, the Russian queen mom. Oh right, yeah. Oh my god, it's yeah. so good. Oh, I'll have to give that a little watch. Oh, it's so uh. good. <laughs> <laughs> See, the thing is, because I've got God's sons and I've got a nephew. So when I used to take them to the pictures and stuff, yeah. it was always those boy films, those loud people getting shot films. We never really... So I missed out on seeing all the nice, girly... Girl, you this know. movie ain't fucking girly. It's about a family getting murdered <laughs> brutally by the Bolsheviks, stabbed to fucking death in a basement, and the fucking sole survivor is trying to find her fucking family who's been ruthlessly fucking murdered. Do you I'm see sorry. all that in the film, You mate. need to check your gendered ideas of movies at the door. And as my stylist says to me, bore someone else with your excuses and watch fucking Anastasia. It is an incredible film. And we have seen eye to eye on everything. You need to watch this film. It's a fucking incredible movie. For Christ's sake. Rasputin girl there's an evil fucking Russian villain Rasputin honey he's a fucking he's like a fucking underworld fucking warlord he's he's bad and his little evil fucking his little bat friend that's fucking who's the bat he's, he's got this fucking. little bat evil fucking who's, who's trying to fucking kill Anastasia it is not a girly it is intrigue it is overthrowing governments it is anti-colonialism you better it's, honey, it's such a good movie. You gotta watch it. I will. I think I just sold the shit out of it. It's like the best sales pitch I've ever I mean, honestly, film review. Who needs Barry Norman? I mean, you have to watch it, and all of these people are witnesses. Okay, I will watch it. And so, uh, the will. What have you got? And who's going to get it? Um, I want to get my husband just enough for him to like 
you know, be okay for the foreseeable future. I don't want to give him, like, so much of everything that he's, like, going to murder me, you know? So, like... Oh, yes. Um, and then, really, I want to do, like... I think I want to do, like, the Jonathan Van Ness, like, Queer Foundation for Queers. Okay, nice. And, like, leave most everything to those to that. Yeah, yeah. And then my husband can run it. Ah! Yeah. Wow, what a good idea. Uh, that's a great idea, yes. actually. And what would this foundation do? What would, how kind would of it like help? the foundation that the First Wives Club start for, like, Cynthia... It, like when she she commits suicide at the beginning of First Wives Club and then like Goldie Hawn and Bette Midler and Diane Keaton like open the center for her and her memory, you know, and then Kathy Lee Gifford's there for the opening at the end of First Wives Club. Something like that, but for queers. Okay, perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Like housing assistance, uh-huh. job placement, job training, maybe a gorgeous salon, maybe like a yoga studio and like a clothing center. Perfect. Is there anything you wouldn't want anybody to find? Once you're dead, you know, is there something you've got no, to hide? No, but I realized after this, I'm going to put this um, inclusion <laughs> into my will. I'm actually going to leave you, I'm going to leave you 200,000 pounds, but you have to do a full, you have to watch Anastasia by Monday. And I, and you have to do like a, and you have to do like, I want like a, I want like a 10,000 word <laughs> review okay. of it. By Monday? Um, by Monday. How much are you giving me? 200,000 pounds. Amazing. So, but I need... Can I, I have it up front? No. <laughs> I, I, need, I need the detailed... I need your detailed review. Okay. Uh, and also, my business manager is going to have to verify it. Okay. That you have actually watched it. If it doesn't yeah. really, like, sing to me, the review, yeah. then you're out. Okay, darling. So, But I believe in you. And I and I also, in the review, I think you should eat your words in okay. the review. And, and eat some humble pie and think, yeah. Wow, like the music was actually fierce and also like what a movie of intrigue and sorted. Like it's so barbaric. It's okay. actually quite butch. Yeah, yeah. Okay. I think you're going to be surprised. That's it. You never well, you know how a conversation with me is going to end. And, you know, yeah. like, I didn't know that we were going div- to, div- I didn't know no. that we were going to have this whole talk about Anastasia today, but we didn't. I'm, and I don't regret it. Okay. <laughs> so now we move on to. <laughs> So, what do you think your your last words are going to be? Please don't say watch Anastasia. It's going to be, the last words are, Anastasia survived. Anastasia survived. And I missed my sisters, Olga, Maria, and Tatiana. And my little brother, who was a hemophiliac. And my mama and papa. Beautiful. Yeah, I think Anastasia's spirit is going to come into me in my deathbed. And then I oh. will actually do like a seance retelling of my death. Yeah, yeah. Through Anastasia's own lived experience. Amazing. This is what I will be watching at some point over the weekend. In fact, well, I am I am spending some time with a little child at the weekend, so maybe I will Traumatize force them. Traumatise them, too. When they're 36, they'll still be talking about Anastasia. I mean, yes. <laughs> can't wait. Yeah, it's good. I can't wait. Listener, you know I hate goodbyes. Well, luckily that isn't happening just yet because beautiful Jonathan is sticking around over on our subscription podcast, Six Feet Under, where we rifle through your real-life death anecdotes. Head to where there's a will, there's a to subscribe. Thank you so much again for joining us today, Jonathan. You can see yourself Ooh, out, mate. They're going. Thanks for having me. Are they going? <laughs> beautiful. They're going. Wow. You've been listening to Where There's a Will, There's a Wake with me, Kathy Burke. 
My senior producer is Charlie Morell, and my producer is Naya Dio, or as I like to call them, my goddesses. Sound engineer is Ed Gill. The production coordinator is Lily Hambly. Marketing by Kieran Lancini. Original music written and performed by Jonathan Rathbone. And the executive producer is Ollie Wilson. It's lunchtime at Tim Hortons, and we're serving up a special deal just for you. Our new $5.99 lunch deal includes your choice of any lunch sandwich and a side of crunchy kettle chips. Because what's lunch without a little crunch? And the sandwich choice is all yours. Like a ham and Swiss, Chipotle chicken wrap, BLT, and more. Made to order just the way you like it. Tim Horton's new lunch deal. Simple, delicious, and just $5.99. Now that's a good deal. Only at your neighborhood Tim's. U.S. only. Price and participation vary. Terms apply.